The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Happy hump day, good morning, and uh, Merry Christmas week. Five days away. It is uh, December 20th here on this Wednesday morning. I think I like all the Christmas music that comes from a Christmas cartoon. Like a Christmas movie. Okay. Like there's no bad ones that come out of there. Okay. I like the Rudolph song. Is that one from a cartoon? I think that one's from... um, Well, it's stop motion, but... Yeah, isn't isn't that from uh, Frosty the Snowman? That song last. last oh, song? that one. Yeah. Have a, uh, it's, uh, I'm pretty sure. I, I not Pearl Ivy. What is his name? Um, I literally just had it up. Ives. He does a lot of stuff. He Ives did a lot of those. Is his last name. I, yeah, I'm. Um, Ives. I v e s. He Burl does. Ives. He's done a lot of those, but I don't know that the song came from those. Okay. All right. I think those came from the song. Okay, that makes sense. So uh, y'all can chime in, whatever you want to get into this morning. It is National Signing Day, so we'll go over uh, some of the players in a little while that Texas Tech is supposed to sign. More transfer portal movement yesterday, a little bit, not not a crazy amount for uh, Texas Tech. Saw a couple of former Red Raiders find their locations. Monroe Mills follows Tyler Shuck to uh, Louisville, so... J.J. Sparkman uh, announces he goes to UTSA. Okay. So that one. Uh, Texas Tech also lands another offensive lineman, Sterling Porcher. 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 Uh, Offensive lineman from Middle Tennessee. I think they've dropped the state moniker, too. Why why does it seem like every school out there that has three names is trying to get rid of one of them? Or... Or that has names, longer names, wants to shorten to their initials. I remember TCU was the first, or one of the first to do this. Don't call us Texas Christian. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems like so many of these. Like Louisiana Lafayette's now just Louisiana. Um, Nichols doesn't want to be called Nichols State. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm just living in Louisiana here. Tarleton. Tarleton. Um, there's, a, there's one we played recently. Uh, Houston Christian. Just, yeah, they just changed yep. it to, mm-hmm. to Christian. They they wanted to get rid of the Baptists. Middle Tennessee is just Middle Tennessee, not Middle Tennessee State anymore. Choice. Are you suggesting that Baptists aren't Christian? No, I said they're trying to get rid of the Baptists. By going by Christian? Yeah. I'm not suggesting anything, Jeff. Okay. <clears throat> kind of feels like you're. Okay. That's fine. So... Um, that was pretty well all the movement. Of course, Josiah Pierre was <clears throat> one that went into the portal as well for from Texas Tech. So um, still a, a few spots left for the Red Raiders to pull in if they'd like to do so from the transfer portal. Would still expect a, a couple of those to go offensive line and at least one to go on the defensive line. Y'all may uh, chime in as you like. Uh, Red Raider Two Guns Two Guns says just not in the Christmas spirit this year. Okay, 
Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. Sorry about that. But I hope um, things take a good turn for you. Uh, this one, are we expecting any good or bad surprises today for National Signing Day? Um, I don't, I don't, not try to be, uh, take jerk Jamie's spot here, but you don't really expect surprises, do you? Don't expect surprises. Are you expecting any good or bad surprises? It's not a surprise. Not again, I'm not trying to be a jerk. So like the, the better way to ask the question, do you think? There will be any good or bad surprises today? I, no, but then again, yeah. it's still not. I mean, then it'd be a surprise if it happened. I, I don't think you're going to get any, definitely not anything good. I, I don't know of any out there that's just going to flip towards Texas Tech. I mean, because your class is pretty well full anyway. You lost one Juco player uh, earlier in the week, but. Yeah, I don't know where you would get a surprise. Now, again, transfer portal, that's different. You could land someone that's a big name out of that, that might be surprising to some, um, or you could lose another player from the transfer portal. But signing day, I don't, I think a lot of that drama has kind of gone away with the December signing class. Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. I don't, I don't expect. I don't expect anything that's a big shocker here. It just feels like we haven't seen much of that yeah. in recent years. And guys that are committing early are usually guys that are 100% solid. Yeah, that's the, the, one of the reasons of that, yeah, that they made the change. Yeah, that's, that's a big reason that they went to the December. It's both for coaches and for, for players. For the players that want to get out of the recruiting nonsense and go ahead and and commit fully to a school and quit getting recruited after that. Um, after you've already signed. So I, I know I don't expect anything. Um, could someone flip from Texas tech last second? Sure. It, it happens, but it just doesn't seem to be as prevalent as it, uh, as it once was. Um, this one from the Yates flooring center chat line. Uh, Indiana Tech men's basketball home and home. That'd be fun. Okay. I could get on board with that. Mm -hmm. Definitely get on board with that. So speaking of basketball, Lady Raiders, uh, <clears throat> that was not pretty last night. Is this mm. just a uh, Hawaii? I mean, is that what you chalk this up to? Or is Tulsa actually that good of a basketball team? I mean, what? They just seemed completely flat last night. I will admit I didn't stay up for the full game, but the the little bit I watched, it was it was not pretty. You would have to think that um, all the teams are kind of fighting that a little bit. That this is actually a a business trip and all that good stuff, and sure. we're here to win games. And um, but at the same time, fully well knowing that they're there to have some fun and all that good stuff too. But. Yeah, looks like you got down early. Um, you showed some good fight, making it somewhat respectable at the end. But, I mean, from what I was watching highlights and yeah. seeing the scoreboard, I think you were down plus 20 there uh, before you you made some some a bit of a comeback and ended up losing by eight. So you like the fight from the team, but 
clearly it was not good early on. And that's been, you know, that's been a problem for, for this team where, you know, they've gone into the break against some of these bad teams up six or up four or up two, whatever, and then all of a sudden they outscore them by 28 in the second half. So you see they are definitely a second-half team, but it looks like they got themselves too far down in this one. Yeah, this one <clears throat> was one that uh, you, you got to think that they've they've been able to come back, um, just not able to dig out of the, the big deficit. I think they trailed as many as by, by as many as 16 in, at one point. Okay, I thought I saw on the scoreboard at 54 to 30 at one point. Okay. I, maybe maybe it was 38. It was difficult to see the scoreboard, so maybe it was 54 to 38. Maybe that's what you're talking about. Okay. Maybe, maybe no, that's you the may, 16. You might be right. It may yeah. be even more. I mean, I, I was just following scores, so maybe it... Well, let's look here in the... You can... So uh, either way, you're you're just digging too deep of a hole. As the Lady Raiders, and unfortunately, the uh, unblemished record is is no longer. So Lady Raiders have that... That loss, now it is time to see if this team can uh, respond to the loss. I haven't had to do that yet this year, but uh, we'll have to try to do it and do it on a quick turnaround playing Oregon State really late tonight. At least our time, it's really late tonight. 11.30 tip-off <laughs> for the Lady Raiders against Oregon State. More from you on the uh, chat line. We'll get some of that and someone asked if we'll be giving updates as the letter of intents come in. Yes, but they probably won't come in towards till towards the end of the show. We'll we'll give updates as they do though. It's the morning drive on Double T ninety seven three. The morning drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Keep the uh, thoughts coming in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Quite a few. Like uh, Troy says, sure miss Chuck's enthusiasm on the show. When is he coming back? I believe tomorrow. That's the that's the plan at least. So, I apologize, Troy. This is a little early for me. And uh, do you, do you really want me to be hooting, hooting and hollering this early <laughs> in the morning? I, I figure people kind of like to ease into waking up, but you know, I can I can do it for you, Troy. I want I just skip the hollering part, but I want you to be hooting. Okay, I'm not really sure what that is. Ooh. I can't do it. My throat's too shot right now. <laughs> I was going to try to do the owl hoot. No, no hooting for me either. Sorry. Uh, last update I saw was 57-43. Uh, someone else says TCU beat Tulsa 102-58. to mm. I, I hadn't checked their work on that, but oh my goodness, if that's true, that's that's not a good... Uh, that's a bad sign, yeah. if that's the case. Not a good measuring yeah. stick there. Yeah. Maybe Tulsa was missing some players. or I mean, I don't know. But Still. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's not that's a, a good sign. That's a big difference. And, mm-hmm. and again, I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes you party too a little too hard when you go to Maui. Sometimes the, the focus isn't there. We've seen it from several teams in these, these multi-team events. Mm-hmm. But both teams are dealing with it, so. Yeah, but some teams handle it better. Okay. I mean, maybe a little more veteran leadership on that. Yeah, or team. or they just and this isn't a shot at anybody, but maybe they just prepared better for it. And mm-hmm. one team's much more focused on on the beaches and and the the <laughs> waves, and one team's much more focused on the basketball there. Mm-hmm. So, well, not not sure. It's a good thing that you didn't um, take any snaps under center 
in Shreveport because it felt like a little bit like you were more focused on the casinos, Joyce. I don't know about that, Jamie. I think I was very focused on the game. Just spent some extra time. The game of what? Blackjack, mostly. Blackjack. <laughs> mostly, yeah. I dabbled in the uh, video roulette just a little bit to get back up from the blackjack on one night, but okay. <laughs> it helped. It helped. Um, girls basketball team last night will get experience from the loss. The other team was playing tougher on the offensive and defensive side. That's why they lost. They need to play harder and tougher because they're going to have better teams coming in. Yeah, I felt like uh, the two games I cared about last night were mirror images of each other. <laughs> the when I called the friendship and Trinity and the Lady and Raider, Raider basketball game, game. Yeah. They, they both seem to be very similar to each other. So yeah, Trinity definitely looked like they were uh, more up, and I'll be honest with you, even if they weren't, I'm I'm not sure that they wouldn't have won the game, even if friendship friendship had. Uh, Showed up. I played with a little more effort, um, but uh, Trinity was impressive, no no doubt about it. They dominated friendship. That game wasn't as close as the final score showed. Yeah. They can, yeah. they can shoot the rock for sure, too. That, Absolutely. That helps a lot. I mean, they did win state last year. I know they've, they've got a lot of different people on the roster, but that is still a, a really good Trinity team. Uh, this one says, great job with the music, Jeff. Um. Playing cupcakes catch up with you? Yeah, we're, we'll we'll wait to see on that. I mean, I, I don't I don't think that texter is wrong. Um, we just have to, we just have to see what what's going to transpire here. I think there's a balance you have to find. Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. Because you need some cupcakes on your schedule when you're a Big Twelve team. Yeah, men no or doubt. women, no doubt. I think I think you've got to find that balance because you don't want to go play. Tough game after tough game after tough game in the non-conference schedule and come out at 6-5 and five or whatever. And then you have to go into the, the gauntlet that is the Big 12. Right, right. Um, but you got to challenge yourself a little bit, too. Yeah. But, and clearly you got challenged last night. But you can't, exactly. You, you can't go play Abilene Christian or Southeastern Louisiana mm-hmm. or Nichols every single non-conference game. You, I, I think... For me, I would like um, specifically the men to maybe add two more games to what they've currently got and what they've done in recent years. Two more legit games on the schedule, I think, would be enough. Not asking for way more than that, but we've asked for it over and over. Home and homes is what would be great. Yeah. And finally, we get get one... Get some news of one yesterday with the Aggies. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm asking for two. I'm I'm just asking for just just give us one really fun game at home to be excited about. Yeah, so yeah. maybe I'm saying two more total. So mm-hmm. have two home and homes, one where you're playing at home, one where you're playing away every season. Because um, you have, it, it seems like every legitimate game, unless it's forced with a formerly a big Big 12 mm-hmm. SEC challenge or a Big 12 Big East battle, unless it's forced, you don't have those games at home. Almost always they're neutral site games. Mm-hmm. So when when it comes to the better matchups, so I, I would love to see more of this home and home stuff because you just don't don't see it as much in college basketball because there's not necessarily a benefit to challenging yourself. 
as much when you play in a in a tough league like the Big 12 Conference. But um, we'll see. Grant McCaslin talked about that this week. He said he wants to to uh, challenge his team more and uh, wants to to schedule those tougher games a little bit more. So it is uh, it is signing day. Did you see? Well, I was talking about how the the big news doesn't happen as much, but did you see the uh, big flip yesterday? Quarterback wise, did not. Dylan Riola, I think is how you say his name, the number one quarterback in uh, in the twenty twenty four class, mm-hmm. flipped his commitment yesterday from Georgia to Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah, okay. You did see it. Yeah, I did see that one. I'm sorry. That's kind of a a big deal there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about Nebraska football that's trying to get back up. That'll help a lot. Number that's, one. That's massive. Quarterback in the class. You pull them away from the team that's been the most dominant in college football in the last three or four years. Mm-hmm. So that is uh, that was an interesting one Matt Rule landed. Do you root for him? I wouldn't say root for him. I don't dislike him. I guess... I guess because of the McGuire connection, I kind of pull for okay. him in Nebraska That's at this fair. point because McGuire speaks so highly of him. But I don't root against him. Yeah, yeah. that okay. might be the way to. That, and that's him. probably how I feel. Yeah, it's yeah. not a Nebraska. I didn't care for, but now it's just kind of they, they haven't been good enough to. Yeah, to dislike for to a dislike. While. Yeah. yeah, not worth your time. Yeah. It's the Morning Drive. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Glad to be part of your Wednesday, five days out from Christmas. Got a list we'll get to later. uh, Christmas traditions. See if they're uh, overrated or not. My list guy. I'm Choice Woodman in for Chuck. Jamie Lint to my right. Jeff McGuire across the way. So I asked with the uh, home and home who we would like to see. With the mm-hmm. announcement of the Texas A&M home and home in basketball, who we would like to see. So yours, uh, go over yours again real quick. Who? Football, I would like Notre Dame, home and home. Yeah. Basketball, I'd like Duke. Okay. And baseball, LSU. And then I went, um, Notre Dame was my number one, but number two, I... I go Florida football, basketball, Carolina, and uh, and Vanderbilt in baseball. McGuire, who do you who would you go with? Well, my default answers for this uh, in basketball, we're about to start playing on a semi regular basis with the Arizona schools. One of those two uh, to okay. to get those back and forth. Those don't um, count. So the I don't know that those count now since you're about mm-hmm. to get them, but, but I like that yeah. kind of bringing back an old rivalry that you kind of feel like you're equal to, I guess, with the way to put it. Um, you're not. I I have no desire to go get my my tail kicked. Not to say that you're going to get your tail kicked every time. Yeah. But when I think of playing North Carolina or Duke or something along those lines, I don't anticipate a win there. I hope to get a win there, mm-hmm. but I'm not like saying you're going to win this game. I feel like you'd get one of those with Arizona, Arizona State, as good as those programs can or have been in the past, that it still means something and you still have a shot. Yeah. Uh, along those lines, I put Auburn for football. I'd love to do a home and home with Auburn. That's a pretty good one. That would be something that you get credit for yep. for being an SEC team that matters, but also a, a comparable team that you could go up against. Uh, and this is going to be a little weird. I, I want to take on Michigan in baseball. 
And I know you've played him a few times in the College World Series, but I feel like that could be another fun series to do and to make that a, I don't want to make a semi-regular basis, but mm-hmm. it's just a different opponent than you get all the time. We played him at home. We played him um, in Arlington. We played him in Houston in baseball. We played him a bunch. Yeah. Now, a home and home with them is a little hard because, you know, they can't play baseball the first month and a half of the season at home because yeah. of the weather. But mm-hmm. that that floating week in the middle of the year where you are you don't have a Big 12 game, although I don't know that how that's going to look going forward, feels like a perfect time to play somebody like that. Can I take a 30-second timeout? I think yeah. 30. We give Speaking them 30. of scheduling and all that good stuff. Yeah. I'm just seeing something on social media. Uh, you know the Red Raiders baseball team starts the season in Arlington this That's year. Correct. Okay, um, they'll actually play five games there on from Friday to Wednesday. But anyway, that first weekend, mm-hmm. Shriners Children's College Showdown. Yeah, they'll play Tennessee, Nebraska, and Oregon. There are other Big Twelve teams there that they're not facing. OU and Baylor. Baylor, I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay, makes sense that they play those three teams. Sure. Um, Globe Life Field is doing this a few weekends. I think at least three of them. I think the first three weekends. You're right. Okay. Yeah. All right. The third weekend features teams like USC, Texas A&M, TCU, Arizona State. Okay. Aggies and Horn Frogs will not play each other. They're not in the same conference. Why? I've heard that Schlossnagel said, we just don't need the drama. And so he won't do it. Of course he won't. It's wussing out. How chicken is. spit is that? Exactly Just play. Yeah, You're not play. in the same conference. It's been a couple years since you've been gone. Get over it. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> that's the Aggie move. That's I mean, just dumb. That is what Aggies have done since they've left the Big 12. They find a way to... And you know the people in Arlington would avoid. love to have that matchup for that game, for the ticket sales Absolutely that they would. Goodness. Yeah. That's no, I silly didn't, I didn't me. realize that. Yeah. So uh, everybody there is playing somebody twice. So. So they don't have to... That's stupid. It's yeah. plain stupid. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Back to the court. <clears throat> okay. Back to the court. 30s up. So go... Say yours one more time real quick, Jeff. Football, Auburn. Auburn. Basketball. Uh, it, again, it was the Arizona schools bringing those back. Um, and for baseball, it would be uh, Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah, the Michigan one, you played them recently, but yeah, no problem. I, I think any of those would be attractive matchups. UCLA might be a good re- uh, replacement for the Arizona schools since they're coming. Yeah. It's a program with history that I think is very beatable. Heck, I'd take UCLA in baseball, too. The yep, sure home. Except I don't know what, for Jamie's sake, I don't know what the Pac-12 is kind of historically... Facilities are crap. Yeah, dumpy when it comes to uh, facilities. So I don't know if he would be on a roof somewhere calling a game. Isn't or, Pepperdine nice facility, though, if I remember? But That's not, they're Pac-12. not the Pac-12. They're not in the Pac-12. That, yeah. But y'all did call one there? Pepperdine? Yeah. Mm-mm. Y'all haven't done one there? Okay. Mm-mm. They're a good baseball school, but I just, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, to uh, clarify for the texter earlier, uh, Voskul, by the way, is teams Spain, Spain, Canada, Turkey, France, Turkey, Italy, Italy, Italy. Whoa. So. He's been everywhere, man. 
like Johnny Cash. Um, we do have our first signings through now for uh, Texas Tech football for anybody interested. All official like. Uh, running back Cameron Dickey. He's a three-star out of Crockett. Uh, DB Isaiah Collins, three-star out of Huntsville. Okay. Wide receiver Lorenzo Johnson Jr., three-star out of Madisonville. Wide receiver Tyson Turner, they're pretty high on him. He's a three-star out of Bryan. Offensive lineman Jacob Ponton, three-star out of Dripping Springs. He's the 6'7 kid, I believe. And then defensive end uh, Eddie Smith, three-star out of Pearland. Okay. Pearland Glenda Dawson. Is that the name of a high school? I guess, guess so. so. I guess so. Glenda so, Dawson. Have uh, six signees to this point. Well, How many are we going to get to? Uh, 22, I believe, is 22. the number today. Right. 22. You have four, and this is according to rivals. If you look other places, I think Tech has as many as six four-stars and one five-star. Um, but according to rivals, you're at four four four-stars and one five-star that are still expected to uh, to sign this morning. So, you got, uh, and two lo- local kids. You got one, Holton Hendricks, that's coming from Lovett Cooper, and... Offensive uh, lineman, right? Offensive lineman, and then the other offensive lineman, Kaysen Long from Shallow Water. Three-star from okay. Shallow Water. So, we'll keep you updated as those signees continue to, uh, to roll in for... Texas Tech. Uh, this from the chat line. Want a home and home with my Miami Hurricanes. That's from Bobby. Ooh, that'd be fun. Uh, Aggie should have been uninvited to that event. It's just dumb. Uh, choice, y'all do your top five Christmas W? Christmas what? <laughs> just Christmas? I don't know. Uh, baseball, Florida State, basketball, Indiana, football, Penn State. That's from Tyler. Mm. All those would, those would be pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see our basketball team in Indiana. Baseball, Florida State. I've been there a couple different times. Yeah, in the but Tadlock era. I, I think I'd like to see them come here. Yeah, that'd be I cool. That'd be a good one. Yeah. Arizona didn't. Don't think we played them. Yeah, they haven't returned the favor of Florida State in baseball, even though we've been there twice. Seminoles, get it together, man. Before you come to the Big 12 when the ACC dissolves. All right, a few more from the uh, chat line. We'll get to some more of your thoughts there. Jamie has his question of the day next on Double T 97.3. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time now for Jamie's question of the day on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3. Okay, so this is a two-parter, and it's kind of building off of your dream matchups, home and road. Okay. Okay? But this is, you got to listen carefully here. Darn it. Okay? And it can be a team that you play currently, or it can be a team that you would just like to play in the future. Okay? What team, and I'm not just saying full school, so you got to give me the sport and the team. Okay. Okay? What team... Would you like to beat the most Ooh. for the Red Raiders? Which okay. one would you like them to beat the most? Would you take that much enjoyment in? This is outside the conference, obviously. It can right? be any. Oh. Yeah. And 
what team do you hate losing to the most? Oh, man. Might be the same answer. Might not be. I don't know. Oh, that's a... That's a good question. Because I really enjoy beating the Longhorns. I do. But it doesn't bother me as much to lose to them, if that makes sense. It just... Because you're expected cause to. I'm, yeah, I mean, because you're... I can admit we're we're a little brother. I mean, they they have well, big big brother has that you are, so. tons more tons more money than you do. So, um, man, what what school do I want to beat the most? Do I hate losing to the most? Man, I I can say this with full confidence right now that for at this moment in time. I would hate, hate, hate losing to Colorado next year. Absolutely hate it. Mm-hmm. Like I'll enjoy a win, but man, the thought of losing to Dion and and the arrogance there will drive me up a wall. So that's my answer. Just in this moment, losing to Colorado at home next year um, would probably be the one you'd hate the most. About as gut wrenching as it comes. Uh, the team I would enjoy. Get to just really uh, revel in a victory. I think uh, it's kind of a boring answer, but it's still always the Aggies. I mean, just the, the joy that came from that. That's one thing. We talk about the the good old days of Mike Leach. That's why those days were so good. Almost all the time you beat the Aggies. Not always, but you look at that stretch from 2000 to 2009, you had a lot of wins. Mm-hmm. Over the boys from College Station, so yeah, I I enjoyed that time a lot. So it'd be the Aggies for enjoy beating the most, and just for right now, losing to Dion in Colorado would be pretty rough. And that's that's both so, football. So you're both football for now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Right now, I don't know. I hate losing to TCU baseball too. There's a lot of teams I hate losing to, and, Me but too. the the number one on the board. The bold, extra-sized font that is driving me up the stinking wall that you lose the games to in football specifically is Kansas State. They're not that much better than you have been over the last decade. They've just been a little better. Every single stinking time. (laughs) It's not like losing to Texas this past year where they were better at pretty much every position. They're just enough better. And it's a team you should beat and haven't for the better part of 20 years. Driving me up the frickin' wall. And it's already a short trip for me to go crazy. Oh, we're well aware. Beating the Aggies, however, (laughs) is fantastic in any sport. I don't care if it's tiddlywinks. Texas and A&M, any win is a good win. I enjoy those a lot. All right, you? I think I hate I think I hate losing to TCU uh-huh. in football the most. Really? Yeah. I feel like I hate losing to baseball more than I do football. I think I the one that I enjoy winning the most is Oklahoma State in baseball because I cannot stand that coaching staff. Oh, I can't so stand much. them either. I can't yes. either, but man I guess 
it's almost become an expectation to win over Oklahoma State. And it shouldn't be because they're a good program. But, man, you've dominated them. There's just nothing about that program that I like. Holiday is as butt-headed-ish, that's a real word, <laughs> as it gets. Oh, I don't, this I is hard. Stand holiday. This is hard for me because you're, yeah, so, you you're so right. Um, TCU and anything is if it was a blanket like statement near the top. For if me, it was right? a blanket statement in sports, yeah. TCU would be it. I hate losing to the most. But. I think I switched like while you guys were answering like three or four different times <laughs> as I'm thinking, thinking over, about oh, my well, answer. That one and, yeah. Um, it, it's, it's going to be squarely those two schools. TCU and yes, who's on Oklahoma State? Oh, okay. Those two schools. Are the schools that I dislike the most? Uh, Hanks um, said he hates losing to TCU in any sport, but now I want to beat Utah in football. That's that's a good one because I really I feel like that's coming for all of us. The I would enjoy one, that win. The only beef I have with uh, with what you guys said is like, or I, I shouldn't say I have beef, but like the only feeling where I don't feel the same way is like Kansas State to me is not that hateable. Yeah, and so I don't end up being that frustrated that's about losing I to and, them. And I know Jeff is. Always yeah. been on that with, yeah. I shouldn't just come to accept it. Yeah, I was thrilled Maybe. when we saw when I saw that we don't have Kansas State. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, and then part of the other part of it is, you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So I've K-State. become a really big Kansas State fan because <laughs> Kansas. <laughs> I mean, you do hang out with Jayhawks a lot. I mean, you need kills me. How do you not go to counseling for several hours a I day? I actually do. Okay. I actually do. That's what you do when Yeah. When you mm-hmm. close your office door for yeah, so long. I'm just on the phone with a counselor. Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Shrink. Because you spend like five hours a day with Jayhawks, and mm-hmm. that, that'll drive any You man, wonder why I'm a mad. jerk. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, lots of people <laughs> reacting to that question. You can do so as well in the AIDS Flooring Center chat line. Uh, a handful of comments otherwise on the chat line and we'll get you some updates on the on the uh, portal as well as signing day several new names have signed to come to texas tech your daily dose of sports and fun this is the morning drive podcast from double t 97.3 presented by cantex roofing and construction happy wednesday y'all it's the morning drive on double t 97.3 and double t 97.3.com the double t 97.3 mobile app Fox 34 News Now, however and wherever you're joining us from, we're glad that you've chosen to make us part of your Wednesday. I'm Choice Woodman in for Chuck Hines. He's supposed to be back. All you, uh, what's Hines' fan club? I forgot what we call them. Um, Chuck Nation? Chuck Nation. We'll, we'll go with that. Chuck Nation. All you Chuck Nation. He'll he'll be back tomorrow, we believe. Hindsiders? Uh, oh, that's that's good. Yeah. The Hindsiders. Mm-hmm. Jamie to my right, Jeff McGuire across the way. Lots of reaction <clears throat> of all sorts on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. It is, <clears throat> pardon me, signing day, so we'll uh, keep you apprised of any updates there. Again, not expecting any surprises either direction, but you, as I pointed out, you don't expect surprises, so we'll see. Um, no Micah Hudson signing yet. You have gotten Will Hammond to sign so far, so... Uh, 12, pardon me, 14 out of the 20 have inked so far for the Red Raiders. Man, it's it's just so much different than it used to be, the signing day. I mean, it was, 
okay, we got this one. We got this. All right. And then uh, a lot of times you get a lot of early ones like this, but then there'd be big old ceremonies on signing day. Um, and now that, that seems to, like you can do that early in the week and call that your signing day, and then you just send in the piece of paper. So it's it's a little different feel to signing day than it used to be, but I'm sure they're still celebrating in that. Uh, in the I think football guys office. stopped doing like the surprises and all the hats and all that. Oh, after, I saw an Aggie guy do it this uh, week after the one guy from Kansas did it, and then uh, oh, Donovan Smith gosh. trucked him. <laughs> that's that's what caused the. It's like my I, I probably top name? five highlights of. Of the last twenty years for me. What was his name? Because because Tech was in his final group. Yes. My goodness, I'm glad he didn't end up here because he was one of the biggest tool bags there was. I don't remember his name. I'm sure Clint or Chuck Uh, could tell you. It was a linebacker. Um. Man. But yeah, he. he I didn't know it was. I didn't know that that guy was. It was him that Donovan ran over until the. That next Monday after that game, what was well, his last name Porter or something? I don't know. I'm I'm completely guessing. Man, I no, nah, nah, I don't know. Someone someone help us out if y'all can remember his uh, his name. But anyway, uh, yeah, he he's the one. The worst part of it all was he have has these shirts on and he's taking them off. He didn't do the hat thing. He did the shirts, and one of them was Texas Tech. But then he ends up taking all his shirt off and he's painted chest KU. Mm-hmm. Oh. And he ended up not being much of a he was okay. Uh Bullfighter says his name was Jack Wagon Scott. Okay. <laughs> that seems legit. No, that guy actually comes on uh, in the afternoon around here. So <laughs> Jack Wagon Scott. I like that. <laughs> Jamie, I have a new respect for you after thinking about your Jayhawk time spent daily. That's from Dan in Dallas. Oh man. <clears throat> Newfound respect for Jamie. Mm. Jamie, do you imagine you're hitting that stupid Jayhawk logo every time you hit a tennis ball? That's what I pictured you doing. Maybe I would hit harder if I did. <laughs> it's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Just take it out on the tennis ball. Yeah. We're not looking for harder, Jamie. We're looking for uh, smooth. Smooth. Turn it over. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't describe my tennis game as harder or smooth. What do you describe it as? Uh, cruddy. Oh. I was going to say there. You know, my tennis game, it's just there. It's weak. <laughs> so you poke it with a stick. Do something. Yeah. Consistently See, inconsistent. What we need to do is have Jamie, like, play against me in tennis. Not oh, because no. I think I could beat him. Let me make this very, very clear. But then he would have a new appreciation for what suck is. <laughs> well, he just has that when he's played me, so... You don't, yeah, you don't have to sacrifice yourself. Usually when I'm struggling, I invite choice to play. Just yeah, he's like, hey, you want to go? Build up my confidence. You want to go slap the fuzz with me? Uh, I would hate losing to the horns in both softball and baseball. Okay. Mm-hmm. Agree, agree with Kansas State. Would love to beat them. Enjoy beating A&M. Hate At losing this point, to Baylor. Just once for Kansas State would be fun. Yeah. Who knows? If we try yeah. it, we may like it and do it again. Uh, Cameron says losing to Iowa State in football seems to hurt more than Kansas for me. Well, we don't lose to Kansas in football. I mean, that's that's the thing. You've lost to them twice ever. It's the biggest win percentage of any Big 12 team against a Big 12 team when you played at least like seven or eight games. You just don't lose to Kansas. So 
Uh, love to win against TCU. Hate to lose against Baylor. I always really enjoyed beating the Aggies in football. Basketball. Oh, this one's the the home uh, home and homes. Basketball, UCLA, football, NU, I guess Nebraska. Surely you're yeah. not saying Northwestern there. And then uh, baseball, Mississippi State. Okay. That'd be fine. I'd be all right with that. Mm-hmm. Um, how do y'all rank the quarterbacks in the college football playoff? Hmm. Um, <clears throat> I'm probably putting Penix at one. Yep. From Washington. I, I man, everybody else has been pretty inconsistent. Penix is. I'll take Ewers at two. I guess I'd go Ewers, but I might go yeah. the. Uh, yeah. I would. I would take the Michigan guy three, and definitely the Alabama quarterback fourth. Man, the the highs have been really high for the Alabama quarterback. That's. Mm-hmm. I can't even think of his name right now. Um, just blanking. Uh, Jalen Milrow. Um, I would probably flip the last two. Michigan has been. I mean, they had a. They had a game in Big Ten play where they didn't throw the ball at all in the second half. I mean, they, they didn't need to. They didn't have to. I know, yeah. but I and I I'm going to pick Michigan to win the whole thing. I think their defense is just. Did you see how many points per game they give up this year? I guess Michigan? Yeah, I get they're playing in the Big Ten, but mm-hmm. still the number is astounding. It's less than 10. It's like yeah. 9.8 points per game. That's crazy. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. That is unbelievable that you can go through a season and give up less than 10 points per game. So, yeah, I think it's pretty clear that Penix is the best quarterback. And will that translate to a win? I hope so. I mean, Washington beats Texas, but we'll see. Gavin Potter, Class A feminine hygiene product. Leipold cut him. I was close. I said Porter. Yeah, you were were on it. Gavin Potter. God, that guy. Thank goodness he didn't end up at Texas Tech. Chuck Nation is good, someone says. Okay, good. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at DoubleT97.3.com.